0: Hi, it's Cree Mitchell here, thanking you guys for listening and tuning in, and I just want to encourage you at this time to, whatever it is you're going through, to hang in there. God's got you, and you're going to be just fine. We're still talking about fear, and in the world we live in, there are a lot of things that can come up. They can pop up randomly, and you find yourself panicking and in fear in second timothy one and seven i love this scripture because the bible says and this is the amplified version for god did not give us a spirit of timidity or fear of cowardice of craving and cringing and fawning fear but he has given us a spirit of power and of love and of calmness well-being well-balanced mind and discipline, and self-control. Another translation says, for God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power, and of love, and of a sound mind, of self-discipline, and self-control. And when you look at that scripture, let you know that fear will attack several areas in your life. One of them is uh, your strength. Whether it's your mental strength, your spiritual strength, your physical strength, your emotional strength, it will attack that. And the opposite of being strong or powerful is weak, it will cause you to become weak in an area. One of the other things, it says um, fear will attack is love, the opposite of love is hate. You can always tell if you're in fear, one, if you feel weak, like we said, if you feel like you don't have any strength, that's fear whether it's, your, it's emotional, spiritually, or whatever, causing you to panic. That's, It's the root cause is fear. The other one is, if there's hate and jealousy, those all are because of fear. People who hate and become jealous of other people, it's because they don't think that, they're afraid they can't do better, or have more, or become a better person, or be like the other individual. You have strengths of your own, you have abilities of your own. And if you allow God to harness those with his spirit, he can help you become the best person for you that you need to be. The next thing is, as for God, we were talking about, is for God is not giving us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind, a balanced mind, a lot of instability in the mind. A lot of times it comes from fear because you're, you're going through things and you're afraid things aren't going to work and your mind will race. I've gone through that, or in the middle of the night, I wake up and my mind has got 50 billion thoughts going at the same time, and I'm like, okay, I'm going to do this. And I've had to learn to quiet my mind and let the love of God come in through the word. And I quote the scripture to myself a lot, Second Timothy 1 and 7. God has not given me a spirit of fear, but he's given me a spirit of power and of love and of a sound mind. I have a sound mind. And then the last of that scripture says, or self-discipline or self-control. You can tell when people are operating in fear because they're not disciplined sometimes in what they do. Because they panic, they begin to do stuff erratically. The soundness of God and the love of God will, will balance us out and we will be willing to discipline ourselves. We live in a world where people don't discipline themselves. I'm free to do whatever I want. In the 1960s, they came up with the phrase of uh, free love. You could do what you want. The hippie movement. and People were experimenting with drugs and multiple partners and whatever. Because we're free to do what we want. Yes, we are free to do what we want. But that doesn't mean doing everything that you want is beneficial for you. So you have to look at that and think, okay, uh, Maybe I don't need to do this. Maybe I need to just kind of step back and figure out where I'm going and whether or not I need to do this or not. The Apostle Paul, even, uh, there's a scripture in 1 Corinthians 10 and 23 where he said, everything is permissible for me, but not everything is beneficial. That's 1 Corinthians 10 and 23. The the New International Version says, I have the right to do anything. You say, but not everything is beneficial. I have the right to do anything, but not everything is constructive. And the New Living Translation says, you say, I am allowed to do anything, but not everything is good for you. You say, I'm allowed to do anything, but not everything is beneficial. So that's what you have to look at because, yes, you are free to do whatever it is you desire, but you have to realize there are consequences with it, and you're not free to pick your consequences. You're free to pick your actions, but you're not free to pick the consequences that come with it. And fear sometimes will box us in and get us to do things that the consequences are far greater, far greater, in the choice that you made. And so you have to be able to balance that out. And it takes the grace of God to help us walk through the things that we're going through. So, And I'm encouraging you, whether you believe in God or not, if you don't believe in God, look up and talk to the universe because he's there. He created it. And ask for it. Ask him to show you. Ask him to lead you. And he will take you where you need to be. Jesus said in St. John's 14, chapter 1, he says, Do not let your hearts be troubled, distressed, agitated. This is the Amplified Version. You believe in and adhere to and trust in and rely on God. Believe in, adhere to, and trust in me also. And rely on me. He's the author and the finisher of our faith, according to Hebrews. chapter 11, he is also the one that gives us peace. He's the Prince of Peace. So um, my encouragement to you is you've got to trust him and allow him to walk you through whatever it is you're going through. Take a few moments, take a few seconds. If you have to go in the bathroom or closet, bedroom somewhere, and just be quiet. Quiet your mind, quiet your spirit and allow him to talk to you, allow him to take you in the direction he would have you to go. And if you read on in in St. John's chapter 14, he says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. And Jesus went on to say in verse 14, well, verse 12, Surely I say, I assure you, most solemnly I tell you, if anyone steadfastly believes in me, he himself will be able to do the things that I do, and he will do even greater things than these because I go to the Father. Verse 13, and I will do whatever you ask in my name so that the Father may be glorified and extolled in the Son. Verse 14, yes, I will grant, I myself will do for you whatever you ask in my name as presenting all that I am. And then verse 15, if you really love me, you will keep and obey my commandments. 16, verse 16, I will ask the Father and he will give you another comforter, counselor, helper, intercessor, advocate, strengthener, and standby, that he may remain with you forever. The spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive, welcome, take it to heart, because it does not see or know him and recognize him, but you know him and recognize him. For he lives with you constantly and will be in you. In verse 18, he says, I will not leave you as orphans, comfortless, desolate, bereaved, forlorn, and helpless. I will come back to you. So he's also given us the Holy Spirit as our comforter and as our guide. Ask the Holy Spirit when you're in those tense moments, in those fearful moments. Because we're going to see things even coming up. I keep saying it. This is the month of February. We've got 10 more months. You're going to see some things that are going to be shocking, try to be alarming, try to scare you, try to get you to stay in your house and stay in a bubble and not. Jesus said, occupy till I come. That's what he wants us to do. We're going to be out there being more than conquerors through him that loved us. So in order to do that, we have to be among the people. So you have to walk in faith. Trust God. Sometimes we rely on our own ability, and our own ability will fall short. We need his strength and his ability to take us to the next level. And the only way that can happen is we got to trust him. We have to get in the word. He knows what's best for us. And even when we're faithless, he is still faithful. So you can rely on that. It's like the one man that came to Jesus, and Jesus said, Do you believe I can do this? Regarding his son, he said, "Lord, I believe, but help him, I believe. There's times you believe, but then there's times you get tempted to doubt. Have faith in God's faith in you. He's got His faith in you through His Word, through His Spirit. And i there are times when I say, "You know what, Lord?" Of myself, I know I can't do this, but I got faith in the faith that You put in me, and I'm going to trust it with Your Word, and it always works out. It will always work out. You can trust him to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we may ask or think, according to his power that's at work in us. We trust him. Psalms 27. I love it because it says the Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? It says when the wicked and my and my enemies come upon me to eat at my flesh. They stumble and fall. Though a host should come against me and encamp me. And I'm confident because he has me. He protects me. He shields me. So I'm telling you, God has you. Get in the word. Psalms 23, the Lord is my shepherd. I like nothing. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul. Those are calming scriptures. He restores your soul, your mind, your will, your emotions. That's what your soul is made up of. He leads us in calm and cooling and peaceful places. And if people walk away from you, whether it's family or loved ones, or friends, whoever it may be, don't worry. Sometimes God has to separate us from those who can't finish the journey with us because there'll be a hindrance to take us to the next level. When you look at Abraham and his family, they left. His father Terah left and they went to another town. And they stayed there and they stayed there and then the father died. So it almost makes you think and wonder, did God give Abraham's father this vision to leave his people? And he got where he stayed or did Abraham say he was gonna leave and the father went? And Abraham could only go so far until the father died. Abraham leaves his family that is there, takes his wife. And he takes his nephew Lot and they move on. Then he and Lot have to separate because the blessing that they both were receiving was too much. Because the vision was given to Abraham to be a father of many nations, not to Lot. And Lot goes in one direction, following his eyesight, what he thought was beautiful and better, and he ends up devastated. Abraham goes on and follows God and is blessed. So I'm just encouraging you. Sometimes you have to separate yourself. Don't be upset if you get separated. Thank God and keep moving. Again, I want to encourage you. Get in the Word. Get in the Psalms. Psalms 23, Psalms 27, St. John 14, 1 Timothy chapter 1, verse 7. God hasn't given us a spirit of fear. Don't let what you see on the news shake you. What you hear on your jobs shake you. Even what family members may say or what the doctors say, go to the word of God and go to God and trust him. The Holy Spirit will lead you and guide you in the direction you should go. Don't worry. And I want to encourage you, too, if you're looking for a spouse, a mate, go to God. When you look at King David's life, he went to God about battles and Goliath and the sheep and whatever, but he did not ask God about a spouse. Same thing with Solomon, wise man. God had given him instructions. He asked about everything else, but not about that. And when the queen of Sheba came, this was a woman who had a heart and a desire and a passion. But what Solomon was, God will send you someone like you and he ended up marrying her having a child by her but she couldn't stay she was sent back to her kingdom so i'm telling you god has the right individual for me by that time solomon had already had a, a slew of wives and concubines anyway ask god to send you what you need he will send someone adaptable that's what he told adam when he talked about Adam, he was making someone adaptable to him. When you read in the book of Genesis one, two, and three, he created man and all the animals and everything. Then he said it was not good for man to be all one, so he was going to make a helpmeet suitable, adaptable to Adam. He sent Adam to name all the animals, and they said there was not a help, no one suitable for Adam. There was no helpmeet for him. In the animal naming, he puts Adam to sleep, takes out a rib, fashions the woman, and brings her to Adam. And Adam says, "Now this is bone of my bone and flesh of my flesh. She shall be called woman because she was taken from me. She was taken from his heart, the things that he needed, the things that he desired. God created that. You gotta trust Him to do that. He will create and bring to you just exactly what you need." Now, they won't be perfect. Nobody's perfect. But they will be the one adaptable to you, fit for you. Trust God. Ask him to do that. I'm going to close with a prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you for my listeners. Thank you for touching them, Father. We bind the spirit of fear. We try to grip them and our nation and families, Father. We bind it now in the name of Jesus. We bind any hurt, harm, or danger that will try to come to them or us. when we lose your love, your joy, your peace, Holy Spirit, we apply the blood of Jesus upon them. We speak health and wholeness to their spirit, soul, mind, and emotion, and physical body. And whoever it is that's being battled in the mind, and your emotions and your, your mind is telling you things and you're hearing voices, we bind that spirit now and we lose the blood of Jesus upon you. In Jesus' name, we speak peace and well-being to your mind. In Jesus' mighty name, we call it done in Jesus' name. This is cremential. I just want to say thank you for tuning in. Keep listening to our broadcasts. And we do wish you the best. God bless you. We love you. And you can hit me up on mitchell 7 gmailcom Thanks again.